we're back with the Doy Boys. We got, you know, your boy Justin. Anyways, my want... neck. Don't do the accent. Don't thing. do that. that was... <laughs> you know, I think we just started it. Okay. Yeah. He just opened it. Yeah, that's yeah. our intro. You know, we'll just. We'll just... <laughs> this is. Uh... This is episode 30, uh, and we have our guest, special guest, Justin again. He's here up? again. Back with the Doy Boys. Back with the Doy Boys. So, what was that? I don't know. What was yeah, that? That, that? was horrible. <laughs> the, the, the accident, dude. <laughs> but anyway, so I got set on fire. Mm. Yeah. Gasolina. Gasolina. Uh, Molotov cocktail accident, I guess. Gone wrong. wrong. Yeah, Molotov cocktail gone wrong. I don't know if there's too many people that can say that. You know, it's kind of <laughs> it's stupid, but also kind of you know it's intriguing. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, so we decided we were gonna make a Molotov cocktail with the boys. We were out. We were having a bonfire at like 1 a.m. something like that, and we we're like, let's make a Molotov cocktail. So we how went to how do you to, make a Molotov co- cocktail? Oh, how to make one? Yeah, just for uh, <laughs> educational purposes. For, yeah, not not for like we don't encourage anybody no. to make one. No, no, no don't no. make don't make them. That's a don't make them no, dumb. dumb thing to assume, Frank. <laughs> yeah, like full I just, disclosure. We're just curious. Education. Yeah, for the further so that you for the know. betterment of humanity. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we'll get flagged if I'm out here telling people how to. Hey, make just say the cocktails. ingredients, just not in order. Well, you just put a flammable liquid in a bottle and put a rag at the top of the bottle. Boom, done doesn't take a genius to well, figure out how okay, to make it. You don't it. have to be so rude about it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fairly easy. So anyway, we made one. Uh, we just used gats. And uh, we went to an undisclosed location. And uh, so there's two walls, right? We're standing kind of like on a ledge up against one wall. And we're like elevated. And there's this guy, the guy who's going to throw the Molotov cocktail. He was going to throw it across at to this, uh, like across to the other wall where there's a giant concrete wall on the, like opposite from us. So he lights it. He tries to chuck it, but he tries to chuck it with his left hand. And instead of throwing it across, it swings back around and hits the wall next to us. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all on fire. And the rag out of the top of the bottle is gone. And the top of the bottle is on fire. So I have another buddy who I'm standing behind. He picks up the bottle while it's on fire. And this was this was stupid. But, I, you know, I guess we weren't thinking. And it's with the boys, you know. It's just, there's a reason women live longer than men. <laughs> and with the rag not being on the bottle, it's open to splash you when you throw it. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing holding the fluid back, especially if it's already on fire. It's just going to all spray out of the back of the bottle as soon as you chuck it. And he tried to throw it, and then I got sprayed with a bunch of gasoline, and my whole head just set on fire. And I was just kind of like, well, damn, I'm on fire. (laughs) And I I just jumped into the pond. Lucky there was a pond, dude. Dude, yeah, I know. You know what would have been so much more cool? If you had hopped on a motorcycle and started driving that until, you'll, been... until your face melted off. Oh, dude, you know what's, Ghost Rider. <laughs> you know what's funny? Ghost Rider Wolf wins. Yeah. That, that's literally what the one guy said. I jump I jump into the water. I come out of the water. My whole body's steaming. And this guy, he's looking at me. He was just like, holy crap. 
dude, like, I was just chilling, and I turned around, and your head's on fire, and you looked 100% like Ghost Rider. That's what he said. He said I looked like Ghost Rider. And I had to shave my beard. I got some gnarly burns on my neck and on my ear and stuff. Can't turn his neck. It was my best friend that set me on fire. <laughs> he, he felt pretty bad, and it's okay. I broke his foot. He sets me on fire. We're square. It's even. Yeah, it's even. Are you really each other's best friends? You know your quote. Oh, oh. If you haven't hurt each other. But, no, I was it right cool? after... It was right after I hurt Johnny's foot. I brought like I flipped an ATV and it landed on his foot, and uh, I felt so bad. And I just kept apologizing. He's just like, "Look, are we really boys if you haven't broken? <laughs> Wait, are you really boys if you haven't broken each other's foot or something like that? I don't know exactly. <laughs> like I can't remember the exact quote, but dude, I just started dying laughing, and it just made me feel a lot better. And now he set me on fire. So like I said, for square. <laughs> You know, I break his foot. He sets me on fire. <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense. Love nature. That that's what that's what happens, bro. You got some you got some stuff that you're gonna do with the boys. Occasionally, it's gonna be stupid, and somebody's gonna get hurt. And as long as there's no hard feelings, like it was an accident. It was a complete. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's like what are you gonna do? And I was on fire for only like a couple seconds before I jumped into the pond. What I mean, degree burns do you have? First and second degree burns. Damn. So are you Dude. are you treating this in any way, or are you just manlying it, just kind of letting it heal itself? Like, are you putting anything on it? Oh, no, I'm grabbing, uh, literally, right as I got home, I was just going to go all alpha male, and there was, like, a, you know, the burnt skin and stuff. I had yeah. to get it off, so I just grabbed a potato peeler. Oh! Started peeling all the burnt stuff off, oh, you know, you got to, you got to clean up the area you know what i'm saying did that hurt and then you just get a tub full of alcohol and you just dunk your head in there sanitization you know maybe take a couple shots and stuff before you dunk just open your mouth what'd your parents say they weren't too happy but no i am treating it in a certain way there there is a it's kind of like vaseline yeah but i think i think i've seen that stuff yeah but it's like uh it's Wonder Oil. Something called Mountain Magic or something. You have you've used it Wonder Oil already, right? Yeah, I have. Oh, of course. <laughs> Who has no, 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 not on this. What? Not on this. No, well, I that's used for bruises. I used uh I've drank that stuff. What? What the frick? Wonder Oil? I'm pretty sure, yeah. What? You don't drink like Wonder Oil. I don't know, maybe it's a different thing I'm thinking of, but I'm pretty sure like it's like that... orange in a bottle that's or green. Wonder yeah. Oil. Or yeah, or green. And I'm it does sure not smell drinkable. I'm pretty sure it's vendor oil. Yeah. That's what that's what my grandma always called it. It smells spicy, right? Like yeah. That's got that, that smell. You mix like a spoonful of it into orange juice. Oh, and what? And you just chug that stuff. And apparently it's good have for you, heard you of if that? you have a flu or something. I have never heard of that. that I've never heard of that. I would rather drink. take a flu. It still reminds me of that cream from... Uh... I mean, it's not that bad, though. Like It's like it's like drinking alcohol. Boys, it just goes down and you're done with it. I'm changing the topic. Okay. Not too far, though. Before you change the topic, okay. I'm just letting you know, like, I've been using Vaseline and certain herbs and, like, honey and stuff on my neck, so I didn't do the potato peeler thing. Can I taste okay. Can I taste the honey? <laughs> can I taste the honey, Joey? You can. You can give it a good lick if you want to. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is a Mennonite thing. Okay. But did you, when you were sick, like you got the, like the stomach. Okay. Like you're, sh- you're shitting your guts out. You know, like as a kid, did you ever get 
the bullet-shaped pill in your ass that you yes. have to shove never, up your booty. I never got that. And you have to rub it in Vaseline before it goes up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Have you never had that? No. It is the most painful experience. Because <laughs> you can feel your, like, oh, that's such a nasty word. You can feel your rectum. <laughs> like, suck <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it in, man. No, I forget. You know it's what? a I don't suppository. Know, you know what? Here's the good news, boys. According to our, our analytics... 70% of the podcast listeners are male. So it's not too many girls having to hear that. The 30% but 30% of you, of you like <laughs> you guys are brave. I mean, anyway, I mean, look, there is a real medicine that you shove up your butt. I, I how come I've never heard of this? It's ever. a suppository. Yeah, that's like an actual like intake for It hurts, man. Like different medicines. You take a pill, shove it up your ass. You can even <laughs> do like, I had to like do a countdown as a kid for myself. So bad. There's this group of people who actually like they'll turn upside down and and they'll butt chug a beer. Yep. yep. Butt chug. Yep. Butt Dude, chugging. Dude, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. I probably oh, have. You I butt chugged. You butt. No, chugged. no, I've never butt chugged. Um, there's these chicks at a uh, university or a college, and they had a bottle of vodka. So what they did, oh. they soaked their tampons in it. Oh. Have I said that on here? Nope, no, but I've heard of it. Yeah, and they show it up. <laughs> You know, and then you get drunk. Gets you drunk? Yeah, faster too. And they'll never. That's be able why to they tell. butt chug. Yep. You because get drunk way faster. They can't smell it, and it just skips right by your liver. Yeah. It doesn't. End, it doesn't go through well, your. That's liver. bad, right? Yeah, it's definitely I mean, bad. You probably want it to go through your liver. Yeah, you definitely want <laughs> it to go through your liver. I don't think it goes through your like. You don't have to like. It doesn't go through your digestive system or everything. Anything. I think it just goes directly to your bloodstream. Does it not? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't go that far into it. Right. You know what? I'm gonna just drink it default mode and just <laughs> in the mouth. Lame. Such a beer. Lame. Beer okay, guys, we're making a new video next week. 18 and up. Joey is. <laughs> jo- Joey is trying something new. Dude. Nah, I'm good, dude. I'll I'm record fine. it, man. I got 4K. <laughs> we'll get every angle of this. Uh, I'm ready for yeah. my slow mo and everything. Make sure to grab, make sure to. Yeah, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. Seville. Or what is are it, you ready Seville? for your 30 seconds of fame? 30 seconds of, you know, I'm gonna go Steve Steve O mode. Steve O mode. Let's do it. Oh no. Let's go. Just yelling and screaming as you're ODing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'd rather not. But. You know, before, I kind of want to do a stunt where I set my whole body on fire. Safely, of course. Okay, you can get I was these about suits, to say. right? Yeah, I want to get a, um, like, I would just get, like, I would do it right by the lake. Like, right beside the lake. So you can jump in. And then I would, like, have, like, a scarf to protect my neck. And then I wear a helmet. How is that safely? You're still on fire. No, no, listen, listen here. I wear a whole welding suit. Oh, okay. Okay, and I'll wear uh, boots, and I'll tie the boots, like like I put the welding like the pant legs or the yeah things over the boots, and then tie it down so that no flames are gonna go up my leg or anything like that. Do the same thing with my hands with welding gloves, helmet, scarf, the whole shebang, and then somebody just sprays me with a shit ton of aerosol like like Axe body spray or something, set my whole body on fire. And then just record it and then jump in the water. Oh, man. That'd be terrifying. Make a sick music video with that. Yeah, would you be can dumb. make a sick video with that. Dude, imagine the pictures. I want to do I want to do it pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it sounds stupid because it is. But it would also be pretty cool. That'd be terrifying. 
but it does hurt when you're on, dude. The smell of your own flesh burning. Oh, oh, smell like chimkin. <laughs> and your hair, dude, like just burnt hair and skin. Have you ever took a torch to like a spider or something? Yes. No. Yeah. That smells bad too. Yep. That does not smell good. Nope. I made an actual torch once, like when I was like quite a bit younger. It was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go outside and I'm going to make a torch. <laughs> so I get a long stick and uh, I soak it in diesel, I think, and then I wrap it up really tightly along the stick. But I wrap, like, as I'm wrapping it around, I'm constantly dunking it in the diesel so that it's soaked all the way down. And it burns pretty slowly when it's wrapped up tightly what like you, that. What are you wrapping up? Just like a cloth? Yeah, like just like a long piece of cloth. And then you wrap it around the stick and then you tie it with like wire or something. And then I set it on fire and then I started swinging it around. Like you, you ever see the uh, videos of people playing with the torches where they're like flipping it and stuff yep. like that? I started doing that right outside my brother's window. And all of a sudden, I'm just messing around with it. And all I hear is, hey! I was like, what? He's just like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what are you doing? And I was just like, I, I just made a torch. <laughs> I don't know. I was vibing, bro. Oh, my gosh, dude. And then I would take it and I'd throw it up in the air, and it looked so sick when it was coming down. Fire. Yeah. I like it. Fire is cool, man. Dude, fire is majestic. It's so cool. It's such an interesting thing to watch. It's completely different than any other thing on the planet. Yeah. But yeah, kind like, of. Like you have this overwhelming urge to control it. Like if you see it, you just wanna, you wanna hold it. <laughs> you wanna throw it. Dude, imagine firebending. Molotov, fire stick, dude. A gun. But, well, because th- think about it. If a fire is like, it's incredibly useful. It's yeah. fire is our slave. Okay, think about it this way. We always keep it caged in because if you don't. If you don't keep it caged in and it gets out, it's going to it's gonna eat you. do some serious destruction. You know what I mean? Almost yeah. as revenge. We, <laughs> we can see I mean, it. We can see the destruction that it's Fire thumbing. is the beast of the earth. Yes. Bro, it's not a gas. It's not a liquid. It's not a solid. It's not a mixture between a solid and a liquid because that exists. What is it called again? Um, I don't know. That that stuff that you can make with cornstarch and uh, Jello, water. Gelatin. No, it's like a mixture between cornstarch cornstarch and water. It's like a a liquid and a solid. Oobleck. 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 You never heard of it? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, dude. It's like Wait. you can like smack it and it's like oh. solid as a rock. Oh, but, but then if you, you like slowly. slowly, you just like sink in it. Yeah. It's dope. I know what that is. But it's literally. It needs. It feeds off of everything else. Like you need, like it's not a gas because it burns gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It uses gas to burn, and it needs solid. And it needs solids for fuel, and it's burning off the carbon. But fire on its own is completely unique to anything else. Yeah. There's nothing like it. I mean, lightning just like electricity. Yeah, it's similar. It's like plasma. Yeah. Like it's not even the same as lava. That's just fire to the like next level, which is what plasma would be. What were you gonna say? I said it's unique, just like me. Oh, <laughs> damn! You know what we haven't talked about yet. What? I think it was two weeks ago. 
We made a video. Mm. Oh, we haven't even talked. We about haven't it? talked about we it. Talked We're not going. We can't give too many details. But uh, we ate really disgusting things. It was not fun. Yeah, the not. trailer's out now. It's on YouTube. But uh, yeah, me and Johnny, we cooked up some spectacular food. And um, yeah, Frank, and, and me and Joey, Joey, <laughs> and then two other guys <laughs> indulged in it. Yes. Yes. Justin mm. recorded it. It was brutal. I threw up multiple times. It's almost Spoilers. edited, and I, I'm hoping to have it out next couple days. Oh. By the time they're listening to this, which will be Monday, it'll it should have already been out. But okay, I'm actually okay. really excited to watch it. I'm really excited to watch it. It's so uh, am I. So if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen this video. Yeah, then the video's out. So check it out on YouTube. Yeah. Dude, I want to... No, we can talk about the whole thing then. Yeah. I want to get some... Yeah, that's true. Okay, but what if it doesn't come up by then? It will. Uh, Actually, we could also be spoiling people who listened to the podcast first and didn't know about the video. True. Okay. Well, go watch the video. And then next episode, we'll dive deeper into it. Yeah. Yes. We also got called racist. This is true. For um, being disgusted by another ethnicity's food yep who I don't, said it i got one of my employees that i work with who is filipino he's a filipino descent and he they have a delicacy and i'm going to spoil this part of the video because they're not you know they're not watching it so they can know what it was mm. anyway it's an it's a duck embryo inside of an egg still like it's half for like fertilized or whatever yeah. anyway this is a common delicacy to eat in philippines and I told him I wanted to try it, and I was specifically t- I specifically told him I'm making a video with it. I want to see how it goes. Like we're just me and my buddies are tr- like my buddies are trying it. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that's good. Like, good, good." Gets me the duck eggs. We cook them. We eat them. Literally, I posted a, a, like a little clip of it on TikTok because I'm like, "Oh, this is fun and games." Joey's gagging on a chicken <laughs> or a duck. Uh, I'm like he's gagging. Duck. I'm like he's gagging on it because it's nasty. It's so funny. Maybe I'll get TikTok viral. Instead, someone says this is so disrespectful, and then someone else says this is racist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I guess. Okay, just so everybody knows, as of May 2022, to not like another ethnicity's food makes you racist. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Dude, I didn't even. I honestly didn't even eat it before I threw up. I saw it and I threw up. Like it was. Yeah, wait till you see. Justin got some close-ups of the food. Like it looks <laughs> disgusting <laughs> on video. It's hard to put in your mouth. Didn't I'll say that? Didn't oh. the guy you got it from even say like, yeah, it's a bit of a weird food? Like it's... yeah. And then I told him that the guy like that people threw up eating it, and he laughed. So he wasn't offended. Don't be don't be offended on other people. It's like I said on the last podcast. I hate it when people get offended on behalf of a group yeah. of people. I don't know. Personally, I think uh, I hate all races, including my own. I heard someone say that race is a complete myth and we're all just different pigments of skin color. Yeah, it kind of... Like, we're all humans. like we're all related. No, it's the human race, bro. So we're a human race. That's all it People is. People trying to divide it are well, the racist ones. It's divide and conquer. From From what I can tell... How it works is there's different ethnicities, different cultures, and that's what people hate. Off of people have their own culture. Yeah, but and who actually hates it, though? 
Well, okay, see, listen, there's there's people with some pretty strict religions and their culture and the way they have things, and then there, then there will be other cultures that will go 100% against what they believe, so then those people hate those people, and vice versa. I mean, the uh, world does like the us and them. Yes. But, but I don't know about that. Because it's like... There always has to be an opposing side. Sorry. Because yeah. I don't know if you can really hate... I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, because what about the KKK? They hate all black people it doesn't matter in lots of lots of black people have different cultures you know what i mean some come mm. from africa some of them come from jamaica some of them come from uh like and they all have like their different cultures from different places but the kkk hates them all okay so then where else do you see that besides the kkk well i don't know i, I th- people just hate they just hate because yeah. there's people that People. Will hate on you for all sorts of dumb reasons. How, I know people who absolutely hate Mennonites. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, well, it's yeah. It's and I know Mennonites who absolutely hate other races. They hate a lot of races. But it's like I find all the races cool because they all have their own unique culture. Yeah, yeah. And imagine, like, like I also <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong for this, but out of like I'm Mennonite and I know a lot of Mennonites. I'd say. Nine, eight to nine out of ten people our age that are Mennonite are embarrassed about being Mennonite. They I think it's embarrassing. So. They don't ever want to. They don't want to dress the part. Like it makes sense. I don't want to dress the part either. Yeah. But they don't love it. Like they try to hide that they're Mennonite. Like yeah. they're almost embarrassed. But when I look at it, I'm like, that's our history. Those mm-hmm. are our roots. Our ancestors wore this. Like they dress like this. This is what we stood for. Like that's the same as like the Mexican culture. They get to look back at all of their stuff. Um, all the, all the cultures have their own unique stuff. And I'm like, I always thought like, oh, I'm white. I'm white. We have nothing. We're lame. But then I really thought about it. I'm not white. I'm a, you're a Mennonite. I'm Mennonite. Like I am, I'm white, but I am a, I'm part of a, you're part of a culture, a culture that I feel like is just not getting appreciated the right way. Dude, I honestly, I thought about it the other day. Um, when there's like people talking about like, you know, white's going to be white. Like, is there actually this white person that is completely basic, or or does everybody yes. have a culture? There's a there is. No. I've met some stock white people. Yeah. You've met Very. some stock white people. Oh, yeah, stock, yeah. 100%. straight out the factory, straight dog. out default <laughs> settings. <man. laughs> Bro, where they eat nothing but the most plain foods of oh, like, there's no spices. White when, the gold, when a golden white retriever chicken. is their favorite dog, blue is their favorite color. <laughs> like, there's a couple of things. They're white. They're white. Oh, yeah. They, they have tasteless food. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. They eat like ramen. pizza's their favorite food. Oh, this ketchup is spicy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they no, eat there, are, there are those white people, but oh, yeah. we are not those white people. No, Benny, Benny said it best. Benny on the podcast. Uh, he said, he was like, dude, if you really think about it, we ain't regular white people because we're Mexican Mennonite and we have a lot of Mexican culture that from living in Mexico – there was Mexican culture that rubbed off on to the Mennonites that came from Mexico. But I don't know. We have Mennonite heritage. I don't know. I don't consider myself a Mennonite. Because when people say Mennonite, they, they lump it in with like a, a – like they say it almost as a race. You know what I mean? Or like a specific ethnicity. Yeah. Mm. But it's actually a religion. I totally disagree with you. What do you mean? It's a Mennonite it's a is 100% a culture. Yeah. 
No, it is. It's a not cult. a religion. It is a religion. It's it, following the teachings of Men of Simons. Like it's okay. It's but not. It's have you not ever heard of religion. Christian food? No, but you've heard of Mennonite food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but oh, you ever Mennonite heard of Christian... food isn't actually Mennonite food. Mennonite yes, food. Is. No, it is it's, not. It's like a fusion of it's Mexican a, and, and Mennonite. It's a. Fu- it's not a fusion of Mexican or Mennonite. It's actually a fusion between Mexican and Dutch and Polish. Uh, Polish and Russian, Russian food. But a fusion and... of all of this is what makes it Mennonite. Yeah. <clears throat> you see, but like, here's see, how I look at it. Menno Simmons, he didn't really make his own religion because Menno Simmons was a Christian. And he, all he did was get a group of people in the country where it started. I Out of Catholicism. Yeah, but yeah. he had a specific view on Christianity, mm-hmm. and that's why Mennonites are Mennonites because the Mennonites believe his specific view on Christianity. But I think uh, it's water bottled down so different than, it, like, right now, it's completely different than it was back then. Because, see, here's how I look at it. Mennonite is a culture, but there are some strong religious ties in it. Like, yeah, I know a lot of the women believe that wearing a head covering, like, that's what they need to wear. When stuff like that is just not actually legit. Like a head covering. Doesn't do anything. It yeah. will not get you anywhere. It's not going to give you your golden kit- ticket to heaven. I'm sorry if you're listening and wearing. It's it's not. It's also well, I'm not. Sorry. A diuk. A diuk. It's not wrong to wear. It just. No. no. It, it means nothing if you think it's going to get you somewhere. Yep. It, it means absolutely nothing. Exactly. But no, if you want to wear it. Like, you can wear it. You can wear whatever you want. But uh, I don't consider myself a Mennonite. I think I have a Mennonite. I have a Mennonite background. I have a Mennonite heritage. But I disagree with one of the key points in the teachings of Menno Simons. Pacifism? Question that mark? is pacifism yeah. and non-resistance. I very strongly disagree with that on uh, certain in many different aspects. They believe Christians can't be soldiers. They believe Christians can't be police officers. They believe... Literally, I asked uh, a Mennonite who was also a pacifist, um, what would you do if somebody came into your house and threatened to kill your whole family? You know what he said? He said, I would tell them to take my life instead. I was like, are you dumb? Are you literally, do you have like no brain cells? He was going to do that anyway. Uh, he's like, he's going to kill your family. No, he's going to kill you and then your whole family. Actually, probably what he's going to do is probably kill your whole family in front of you and then make you watch and then kill you. Yeah, it's like, like no. If somebody comes to my head, my house, and threatens to kill my whole family, I will stab him in the face. <laughs> Best Dude. believe the Canadian law where you can't defend yourself. If someone's breaking in and hurting my family, I will go to jail for life. If it, like if I get a charge of murder because I stood up for people I love, because they were their lives were being threatened. You know, what? I'm not a killer. I'm I have no desire to kill. I'm like very against killing, obviously. Yeah. But if it came down to it, I could do it just to protect my family. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, even if you look in the Bible where it says thou shalt not kill, Mennonites take that very literally. Okay? You can't kill under any circumstance. And a lot of them fled being in certain wars because they didn't want to kill. Certain aspects I can see. Certain aspects I don't get. Um, But under any circumstance, and it's like, okay... If you take that for how it is said, thou shalt not kill, why are you eating meat? I mean, if you really want to go that mm-hmm. deep, 
Why are you eating meat? And not even just that, if you look at the actual Hebrew translation of thou shalt not kill, it doesn't translate to just thou shalt not kill. It's deeper than that, and it means it doesn't say thou shalt not kill whatsoever. It just says thou shalt not go – like the original translation means you can't just go uh, commit somebody. blatant murder. You know what yeah. I mean? Out of envy or jealousy or anger or hatred or or something like that. But it doesn't say anything about defense or when it comes to war because the Israelites were sent to war countless times throughout yeah. the Bible. Yeah. They're still in war. Yeah. Still in war to this day. And not even just that. Like, you can believe in non-resistance, whatever. But if a war would, come, a war would happen, I mean, there's unjust wars and there's just wars, I believe. But if there would be a war... Let's say it is just and you're non-resistant. You, regardless of whether it's just or unjust, you believe it's unjust. You know what I mean? No matter what. Because to someone that has that mindset, un, like a just war doesn't exist in today's day and age. Because non-resistance is, is the top tier rule. Don't but be what, violent. Yeah, what what makes you so special that you don't have to fight if every single other person has to fight around you? Like your bro- like if you see all your brothers, your friends, and and everyone else around you, it's just you see. I think this is exactly where racism comes in hand. <laughs> wow. Okay, just listen, listen. Okay. See, it, those are your points of view, eh? So, the the on what the Mennonites used to be, and on, on how they think and stuff. Yeah. But let's say you are you you carry that disbelief and you don't think you're a Mennonite, but you carry that into hatred. And then that leads you to hating this group of people, hence racism. I have no hate for Well, no, Mennonites. I'm saying like just just in general with other cultures out there where, where you disagree with it to an extent where you then grow hatred, not you in particular, but other people, and I think yeah. that's kind of where racism mm. comes. That I, that was kind I of my view that. earlier. Cuz if you if you look way back, Cain and Abel were we're brothers. Yeah. But there was something that was between. Yeah. Well, Cain was jealous of Abel. Yeah, because yeah. he did things right. <laughs> Put it simply. But see, I just... Didn't that Mennonites, the reason... It's like, it was, it was Christianity, and then it morphed into... Religion. Like, like a whole different monstrosity. You know what I mean? And they started, like, like they take it very literal, very literal. I've, I've, like, there's so many holes that I can poke in the way that it's been changed. I don't believe, like, if you go to certain Mennonite churches, I don't believe that they're ta- teaching straight up Christianity. No. <clears throat> they're teaching following these rules it's very not all workspace religious and i i often i have compared them to scribes and pharisees in the bible which jesus um often spoke out against you what were you gonna say not all mennonites believe in pacifism no because i identify as a mennonite like i am of the mennonite culture but if a war comes out i'm you best believe i'm joining but you're not a Mennonite then. Yes, I am. No, you're not. It's, it's, uh, it's I, culture, dude. It's I'll, heritage. I'll say, I, I, I kind of agree with Daniel on this one. 
Just the culture. Like, there's definitely a culture around it. And, and you can't say that there's not. Well, then you have... There's 100% a culture around the Mennonites. Then there's you have... a guaranteed culture around it. Then you have a Mennonite background, you have a Mennonite heritage, nope. and you have Mennonite culture within you, but you are not a Mennonite because you disagree with one of the one of the uh, but, key principles of being a Mennonite and one of the key teachings of Menno-Simons. You can call it a key teaching, but how big of a world central point in the Mennonite community is pacifism? Because when I'm in the community... That is not like Mm-mm. that is not what I get the biggest vibe of. No, I don't either. That is hundred percent not what I. I don't but, know which, which group specifically. Like, there's obviously denominations, but I would say that that is not the center core value of Mennonites. No, at least not from what I. Non resistance. No, not like not the ones I'm hanging out with. No, I know, but that's because we are no longer this, like. <sighs> When, the reason Mennonites have such a diverse culture is because they were persecuted throughout history. And oftentimes when they were told to fight, they were, they were, and they refused. They were killed and they had to run from place to place trying to avoid wars and such. That happened because non-resistance is a huge key point in being a Mennonite in the teachings of yeah, being a Mennonite, but how far off is that? Look, yeah, I'm, you know what? Nobody, if you're fighting, if your brothers are fighting, so should you. I agree with that. But with an unjust war, what? Why do I have to go die because of my corrupt government fighting with another corrupt government trying to just kill people? Why should I have to die? And why do the people I love have to die and suffer because of a couple guys at the top? These these top pillars. Who are fighting over the same stupid resources that every country has. But there's always war. There always will be war. It will never magically go away. Humanity is disgustingly flawed. Literally just this past week there was a big shootout in, uh, or shooting in Buffalo. Like the world will never get to that central peaceful place that everybody wants it. No. There's going to be new laws passing every couple months that are going to piss everybody off. That's just the way humanity is. It's not perfect. So but... What I'm saying is, with Trudeau, right now, being the leader of my country, starting a war with who knows who, why should I go die for him? I know it's not specifically specifically for him, but he definitely triggered the war. He triggered a war? No, I no, no, like, this is just a hypothetical. Okay. No, I get it. Like an unjust war, I wouldn't want to fight either. You know what I mean? Like if we're going to fight for, let's say, oil. Yeah. No. Screw that. But if all of a sudden a one country's causing a genocide yeah, that's and starts different. murdering a bunch of other people unjustly, sign me up. That's you know different. What I, mean? I totally agree with you there. That's what I mean. But, but Mennonites, like, they didn't pick and choose. They just said no to all. So that's they're saying. not really flawed in that way. Like they stuck to, like, why do you get to pick between? They just said no to everything. I don't know. I, I just look at it as there's there's two separate ways of saying Mennonite. Like there's there's a there's definitely a religion aspect to it, but there's also a there's also a culture around it. There, yeah. There like there is a culture around it. It's not like that everybody believes the same thing, but there is a culture around being a Mennonite. And you can know that by going out and talking to other Mennonites. You connect to them. 
If you yeah. talk to them in German, you will get an immediate connection with these other people. Even if I look like I don't look like a Mennonite. If I talk German to another Mennonite that I'm just passing by on the street, there's this immediate connection. Yep. Right 100%. away. Like you, you can just talk. You, you to each feel other. a like sense it, of homeness with yeah, like other it, Mennonites. There is a culture around it. Like yep. the, like you can't like, see. They call like people will. It's been turned into almost like a like a race type deal, like where people will lump you in and just call you Mennonite. But if you actually get deep into it with the teachings and stuff, I just I don't think I'm a Mennonite. I honestly I I don't identify as a Mennonite I don't think I am because I don't like I disagree with a lot of the teachings of some of the core principles of being a Mennonite that yeah makes sense. and honestly no one's gonna arrest you if you <laughs> if you don't Literally. identify as a Mennonite it doesn't really matter so small topic change what are you guys thoughts on that whole intoxication thing where you know, the law that get, just passed yeah. I need to know more about it dude I need to know details Makes sense. I don't know. I just from the brief things that I've read, that, that at least that, I, that I've seen, I think it's it's giving. <clears throat> Nobody knows what you're talking about. You got to explain. Yeah, what you're definitely. Doing. Okay, definitely give some backup. Um, basically, if you get too intoxicated, you can now use that as an excuse for rape. In Canada. In in Canada, or yeah. This is apparently a law that just passed um, this week. So. This could go, is it for the person that's doing the raping, or is this for the person that's getting raped? Like, if they for are... the person raping. This is, this the is for the defendant. No, no, the rapist can be drunk. Yes. Yeah. This is for the, the for the defendant. Like, for the person committing the crime. Are you sure this is true? There's, okay, there's an, all there over. is a picture going around on Instagram that people are posting on their stories, and it basically is giving the information about the law that just passed. And reading that he- article head on, or reading that picture head on, immediately I know it's wrong. It's disgusting. Like that's horrible. But I'd like to actually find a law on the internet, like on the Canadian website yet, and oh, kind so of. Oh, it's a Canadian law. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's horrible. If it's true, it's horrible. But sometimes they tweak it in a way that it sounds like it sounds different on infographic on Instagram than it really is. Yeah, and like, but if it's true, like this is a this is a very bad law that just passed. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, people do outstretch both ways. So like, you know, you can't really know what's going on until you look into it. Basically, any anybody anybody that rapes somebody can go get drunk right after. Yeah, and that is a concrete excuse. In there's court. no time in like court. You, yeah, you can't you can't know when that person was drunk. Nope. That's kind of that's kind of disgusting. It's very messed up. I mean, you can kind of figure out when the person's drunk. How can you figure it out? Oh, if you do a blood test, find out the level of alcohol that's in their body. But like, like you said, you could just go get drunk right after. Exactly. exactly. They can't time you. So they, yeah, they can't really, I guess, time it. Or but maybe they can. I don't know too much about figuring out when or how drunk somebody is. I don't know too much about that. Blood alcohol. Uh, Blood alcohol content. But that also depends on how much you drink, too. Like yeah. You, you might have a higher like percentage if you drank more for a longer time. Oh, for sure. I yeah. just see it as men getting an excuse to do it now. 
I'm pretty sure that's not the reason they put it out, but I'm pretty sure that's how they're going to use it. It's just an excuse to go do dumb shit like that. Uh, I don't All know, I know. a lot of stupid laws. California, man. But, Kate, but here, here's, here's another th- a way to look at it. There was a, um, there's a way that Ben Shapiro put it. This law? Or, no, um, it might have been Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro. I forget who said it. But if you walk into a neighborhood with just a wad of cash, a really sketchy neighborhood, just holding a ton of cash, just screaming out, look at all this cash, and you get mugged, whose fault is it? <laughs> whose fault is it for yeah, getting mugged? This this is a whole this different, different conversation, thought. though, because this is a conversation talking about if what a woman is wearing causes rapes to happen. And you know what? I don't think it is... Okay, you know what? Maybe clothing has something to do with it because there is correlations between things that people can't see. Like there is... uh, Yeah, correlations between actions and consequences. Obviously there is. But there have been a lot of women that have gotten raped that were wearing things that were very modest. But I do agree with that statement where if you go out and you're, like, flaunting all this cash that you have and you get mugged. um, It's not your fault because you can't be to blame. For getting mugged. Is it wrong that the person mugged you? Yes. Yes. But... You should have known better. Yeah. Yeah. Did you put yourself in the position to make it easier for the other person? It's it's like driving your Audi through seventh mile. Smorticus. I still I'm still curious as to what yeah, you I were. I forgot to tell you guys. What I'll tell you for. later. <laughs> I cannot talk about it on the podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you looking for drugs? I can't tell any. I cannot give a single detail on this podcast. Uh, He's looking for the ganj. <laughs> no if this law is serious though honestly it's very scary because we all have sisters we all have oh i do we all have moms we all have girlfriends wives even mr frank mr franz <laughs> mr, mr. Franz. franz has a wife <laughs> it's kind of scary no it's no it's not kind of it's very scary Petrified. knowing that some guy any guy can do it can can like her like assault these women in our lives and can get away with it completely. Yeah. If this law is actually true. I want to do a lot more research on it because I'm going to be honest, I don't trust stuff on Instagram that I see on people's stories. I don't I take that as a grain of salt. Yeah. Because it's often twisted, but this doesn't look twisted. I want to look into it more. Just kind of it could be twisted. Honestly, they've done that with so many laws. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a certain law that a bunch of liberals don't like. They'll twist it the other way. And then they'll twist it the other way to make it look horrible. And it's just like... They're full of it. Like that the, happens, like the that don't happens say, on the right side, too. Yeah, it happens on the right bill. side. Very much. I'm not saying just the liberals. Yep. Just saying that because I got my own biases. <laughs> but it happens on both sides. I don't I don't like either side. Like I've said before, I'm, I'm honestly a lot more in the middle than what you would think i mean i probably come off as a person that's on the right but i'm actually pretty damn close to the center on quite a few different issues that makes sense like i believe in gun control or no i believe in uh like freedom (laughs) 
Freedom for what? defense. Oh, hold no. up, hold up, no, hold up. No. I don't I believe control. in gun control. Yeah, I'm gonna cut that so that's all he says. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I believe in gun control. No, I believe in the freedom it. to have firearms, and I believe in the freedom of self-defense. But I also think a big percentage of drugs out there should also be legal. I think it would save a lot of lives. I think so, too. I, I have to agree on that part. Uh, I just see what Peru did. or Was it Peru or was it some other um, Latin American country? They legalized everything, right? They legalized Isn't everything. Isn't it Venezuela? And it might have been. And they, they created a uh, like safe zones to use. So people that wanted to use, they could get their fix there. Where the doctors, like, where they, they prescribe you the certain amount, right? Well, I mean, you would well, get you clean still buy stuff. It. You just buy it from dispensaries, I think. Okay. Yeah, and like you use it in this in this place. Okay. So you're not out in the street yeah. using it. Because I heard they did that in some country where they prescribe you a certain amount and the casualties drop tremendously. Well, I feel like most casualties are correlated with uh, other stuff inside the drugs with it. Yeah, like, um, like lacing it, like yeah. uh, fentanyl, all the works of the really bad stuff that's really... Toxic. They put fentanyl in cocaine. You get Molly laced with uh, meth. A lot of Molly is meth. You get. Uh, wait, did I just say uh, fentanyl laced in cocaine? I yeah. didn't say that. But I think that's with other stuff too, like heroin and whatnot. And so you are gonna get clean stuff. And not only that, if everybody, if it would be legalized, you pretty much. I don't know if you would completely destroy the illegal drug trade. It would but put a you, big dent in it. 100%. You would mess it up like crazy. Because war on drugs has done nothing for the drug trade. Yeah. You know, like for every pound that you seize, there's like 100,000 pounds that are getting through. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's just the small amounts that are getting caught. I mean, like there's big chunks, but but like that's like a... A tiny margin compared to what's actually going around. If you make a substance illegal, it usually creates a whole market for it, an illegal market for it, and then a lot of people die because you can make a lot of money off that illegal stuff. Tax-free, by the way, too. And I don't want you to think about an elephant right now. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about an elephant. See, I never think of an elephant because I was looking at the bottle in front of me but I, you said not to see, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You said, don't think of an elephant. So I looked at the bottle and I was like bottle, but also I elephant. thought about not thinking about the elephant because you said the elephant. So by not thinking about the elephant and I inadvertently thought about the elephant. Yeah. So but like people, th- th- people would, like the same thing happens. Like I'm, I have a son and if you tell your kids not to do something, they'll do it. They'll, they'll think about it and like, it's on their mind. Like, why shouldn't I do this? That's why you got to tell them. You know, I, I, I honestly, I had this conversation with somebody at work. I was thinking about it quite a bit. I was like, a lot of times, if a parent tells a kid not to do something, and the kid asks why, they'll be like... Because it's bad. And, and they won't give them a straight answer or, um, or an actual explanation. They'll just kind of beat around the bush. You know what I mean? Like, they're not clear with it. I feel like you got to... You yep. gotta like. It's just like if the if you got like a small little kid, and there's like a whole. This is I'm using this as an example, and there's a whole patch of woods behind your house, but it's like massive, 
oh, like over a thousand acres. You tell your kid, don't go in the woods. You know what I mean? And the kid asks why. And then you just be like, because there's monsters. Because <laughs> you will die. Or you just tell them like a scary story or something. They won't go near those woods. Yeah, that's true. Actually. You you gotta be you gotta be real with them. You know what I mean? But, I mean, but you telling them that there's them. monsters is I mean that's not really. Well, I mean, what <laughs> what is a their... monster though? What is I mean, a, monster, a bear though? is a monster. It technically is. Yeah, a you bear is a monster. You could just say there's a huge hairy beast that has big claws and teeth and it will eat you. Okay, so stay uh, away. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. That's so general. It could be literally. You're gonna scare the crap out of the kids, but he's not gonna go into the woods. No, he won't. Yeah, <laughs> you'll look that's at and be like, mm-mm. No, but I Dude, feel like... I'm going to mess with my kids when I have kids. <laughs> I'm going to. to troll them every day. I feel like you got to be a little bit more straight up with kids. Like, if you don't yeah. want them to do something, you can't just be like, don't do that. And then they're like, why? And then just be like, well, you'll know when you're older. Or just because I said so. That's, 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 that's you know, the kid's going to go do it. That's just going to pique their curiosity. Yeah, because then they're going to be like, well, they didn't give me a straight answer. What if it's fun? What if they just don't want me to have fun? Or something like that. You know, kids do that. Yep. And there's also this adrenaline rush with doing something that you're not supposed to. Yeah, I know. But if you hear a scary story or something bad, like a story of something bad happening to somebody that ended up doing the thing that you were told not to do, then you have a real-life example of what happens when you do it. So, so the kid is less likely to go do it. You're basically mm-hmm. just scaring them out of doing it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's well, good. pretty much. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's what you're doing. Or being like, because usually if you're telling your kid not to do something, it could be dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't play with the knife. Why not? Well, well, because why not? you could cut yourself or you could hurt yourself. Like, let them know why. Like, give them a reason. Yeah, just be like, look, if you do that, your finger will be gone. Your finger will You'll be gone. You'll lose your finger. Or you could accidentally stab yourself and then you bleed out. You're gone. Yeah. You're gone forever. You die. Yeah, just tell your child they're going to bleed out and die. Yeah, they're going to bleed out and die and you're going to fall into an eternal abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, if you give your kids just the right amount of trauma, (laughs) they will be funny when they're older. Uh, Dude, all all comics have had a terrible terrible life. 100%. That's why Schmidt's so funny. I'm not funny. <laughs> I feel like Schmidt has had a pretty good upbringing. That's my that's my two cents. I think so too. I I talk to your dad sometimes, and he always has respect. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. But I have a lot of respect for your dad. But I've also heard that he can be a tough man. Every so, man should be tough. Yeah. As a kid, yeah, you you think, oh, he's just tough. He's so mean. When you get older, you realize that that was just chiseling you into being a man yep. yeah because i don't want to be out like the world that we live in i need to have we need we all need really thick skin to get through yeah 100%. we think it's bad now in 2020 wait till 2050 when the weirdest shit is going to be legal and, the and we're going to have to stand for what we what, like our roots yeah we're going to have to hold our like i don't know if that makes sense but i'm happy i'm strong and not just some Push push over. Yeah. Some flake. Yeah. Yeah. I think the things that we've been through, I mean, not to diminish, because everybody has their own thing that they've been through, but if I just look at myself and I look at some of the stuff that I've been through and my own quote-unquote trauma, or whatever you want to <laughs> say, uh, it's 
pretty mild. I don't even think it's on the board. Like, if I compare it to other things that are out there. Obviously, the worst day for me is the worst day. I can't compare it. Like, I, like to me, the worst day that I've had is the worst day that I've had. And it's as bad to me as it would be for somebody that got shot that day. You know what I mean? Because that would be their worst day. Not that I different could, levels. Yeah, not that I could compare the two because I guarantee you getting shot would be worse. But to me, my worst day would have been that. Yep. You know what I mean? Because that's what I know. And that's what a lot of people don't understand, eh? But I had my own I had my own trauma though. Like I was terrified as a kid of everything. I couldn't be alone. I remember the one time like I could never be alone. I was always t- terrified something would murder me, someone would kill me, or the world would end or Some all the bizarre like, shit. All all the time. All the time. And I the one time I thought I got left home alone. And it was in the middle of the winter. It was freezing outside. I put on my clothes. And all I had was a pair of rubber boots. And, you know, if you're outside in a pair of rubber boots when it's freezing, your feet get cold a lot faster. I sat in a ditch for hours and hours and hours until I couldn't feel my feet anymore. I couldn't feel my legs, bro. They were, like, frozen just because I didn't want to be in the house. I was that terrified to be alone. I thought somebody, like, there was something in the house. I would hear noises. Like, my paranoia as a kid was on another level. Like, another level. Jeez, I I I I couldn't do it. Every single time there would be a storm, I thought the world was gonna end. I could like even in daytime, I would hate being outside by myself. I would have to have somebody with me, because I always was like, "What if this happens? What if this happens?" You know what I mean? That's some next level shit. Yeah. My my biggest fear was always uh, when you turn the basement lights off. (laughs) I always felt like a a demon was gonna come up and grab me by the leg. Mine was sounds demons. Like you've had a, sounds like you've had a very easy childhood. <laughs> Seven-headed dragons. Locusts with the heads of uh, humans and the stingers of scorpions. And Dude, literally... Oh, my gosh. Because uh, I was always told the world, will, the world won't end until uh, nobody's thinking of it. It will be when everybody in the world will least expect it. Expect it. It has to be on a day where nobody is thinking about the fact that the world could end. That's what I was told, okay? I made it my life mission and my life goal as a child to make sure I would think of the end of the world every single day so I wouldn't have to watch everybody around me die. I used to do the same thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Off topic. <laughs> But me and my dad were in the forest once, way in the back of some woods, and it was pitch black outside. And he looks, and he's like, he just, he like shouts, and then he books it. He's gone. He's running. As, and <laughs> he's a grown man. I'm like, I'm probably like 10 or 12, and he's flying. I'm like, I look back, and I see two little beating eyes. I ran so fast. I thought I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. <laughs> We get to the back to our house. He's just laughing. He's like, "Yeah, just want to scare you." <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even see the beating eyes. He's just trying to scare the shit out of me, and he succeeded because I that was that, that was tra- that's the trauma I'm talking about, dude. When your dad gets scared when you're a kid, it's like, dude, the world is ending. 
Because in your eyes as a kid, nothing scares your dad. Exactly. Your he's dad running, is man. If he's so running, he best believe I'm running. <laughs> yeah. You better be scared. I'm like, wow, just sacrifice me. Doesn't even... <laughs> just left me there. Oh, man. That was funny. Hey, so I have a question. Go for it. What are you guys' thoughts on time travel? Oh, I think about... If time travel is exists, then multiple multiple universes exist as well. And I think about multiple universes sometimes. Maybe it's the Marvel movies that are coming out now. <laughs> but, dude, the it just makes me think about how many opportunities and different things can change your change your life. Like it's just yeah. every single thing that you do is like it it leads to the next thing and it leads to the next thing. And one one different decision could have led to something else, right? Mm-hmm. Butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. Yeah. I was just going to mention that yeah. if time travel is real, I feel like the butterfly effect would be real. Yeah. If you go back, you know the story of the butterfly effect? I don't know that story. This guy goes on this like, basically like, there's like a tourism program. It's just a fictional story. But they know how to time travel. So he pays to time travel to like the prehistoric area with dinosaurs. So he shoots himself back there. And they're like, you have to stay on this path. Like, there's a specific path he has to stay on. Mm-hmm. And throughout the story, he wanders a little ways off the path, and he kills a butterfly. Like, he steps on it or something. Yeah. Um, they go back in the time portal. Everything's normal. They come back to the future, and it's just... It's entirely different. Like, there's a different... The language is different. The language is different. The people running the country are different. It's gone to shambles because of a butterfly. Yeah. So they say like one small detail they change in the past. Like okay. you know people say, "Oh, I'd go back and kill baby Hitler." Like <laughs> Oh, that could that. change. Well, we did talk about that. But that could <laughs> that's but the butterfly effect says, "Oh, you killed someone from the past. Therefore, you've knocked out an entire lineage of people, descendants, and yeah. it's going to completely alter what the future looks like. So you're not going to go back to the future you know." Dude, imagine you go back and you kill Genghis Khan. Oh my goodness, dude. How many different races would not be there? Literally. Literally, I think... What, he wiped out races? No, no, he... He did. He did wipe out races. He he wiped out 10% of population. 10%. Yeah, literally this guy, and also... He had sex with so many women. Yep. That the percentage of people that are descended from Genghis Khan... I forget what the percentage is. It's huge. But it's an absurd amount. Like, there's a big, big percentage of the Earth's population that is... Can you track that, it back? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, it's pretty intense. Genghis Khan is metal. Like, that's that some, guy was nuts. Like, Hitler is like a... He's like the pre-bad guy compared to, compared to Genghis Khan. Yeah. No, because I, I kind of had this, this theory on um, on time travel. Okay, what's that? Not so much a way we can time travel, but more of a way that we are able to see the light from the past. Light from the past? Let's say we are able to, ta- um, to travel at the speed of light, right? Okay. And so we travel 5,000 years at light speed. We want to say, sorry, we travel 5,000 light years. Okay. Into space. Yeah. We then look back at the direction of Earth. We can then see the light from 5,000 years ago, and we can see what the Earth looked like at that very particular moment. 
But would you not only see what you saw when you left? No. Because it takes time for light to travel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you So we would you still be we would than... be seeing light 5000 oh. uh 5000 years prior. Okay, I see. I see. I don't know. I thought of that one day. I'm like I see how that makes sense. Yeah. But obviously the possibility of traveling at the speed of light is you know, impossible. And then what are you going to see from 5 million or 5 light years or like whatever, 5 million light years away? Like what like we would just... see what the earth looked like 5000 years ago. How could you see it? Because the light is only coming back from that long ago. But if we waited 5000 years at that moment, we would see But how do you see that? Like, how are you seeing this? Do you have some sort of technology? Well, that... I would I would assume if we can uh, travel the speed of light, we can we have some type of because we can see thirty billion light years into space. So you just have this mega telescope, just mega telescope just on the spaceship, enormous telescope. Yes, on, on the spaceship. Okay, that makes sense. Shit, whack. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I like it. I, I like it. Yeah, I'll... I randomly came up with the concept in my head. I'm like, technically, we would. That's how it would work. I yeah. think that's a thing that Einstein came up with. Is it? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm on Einstein's level. <laughs> or you just saw it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. everything that you say is literally just... What do you listeners think? Do you think Justin just randomly thought this up himself? Or do you I think... was laying in bed one night. Or do you night? think he saw like... what Einstein... Exactly what Einstein already said? You missed 100%. Comment on somewhere. No, I think, I think that is a concept that Einstein came up with. I wouldn't doubt it. You probably heard it somewhere, and then that, that concept. No, you probably unconsciously heard it, and then it came into your that, brain. Later. That well, is a possibility because everything you know is literally just a, you're spewing out things that you've heard, or yeah, or or it, you're piecing together things that you that's, know. That's you know what I mean? How it goes. Yoink and twist. Yeah. Listen to this. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yes. Dude, at the end of your life, you probably still know less than 1% of things. I forget who less said it. Less than half a percent, I would I forget say. who yeah. said it, but there was somebody out there that said, the smartest people in the world know that they know nothing. That kind of hits deep. Yeah, that's something that I've lived by for quite some time. Yep. I know I, nothing. This is my idea. Well, what? I remember telling my brother, I was like, one thing, one thing that I firmly believe is that I know nothing. And he's just like, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I mean, think about it. I'm like, like, honestly, think about it. You literally do know nothing. Because the, the comparison I always go to is what I know, what I, obviously you do know something, but compared to what you don't know, it is nothing. Like, because yeah. your knowledge is one single grain of sand, probably the smallest grain of sand, on a entire beach. Yeah. And, and just go try something new and you'll realize how little you know. That's just one thing. You're now trying that new thing and you know nothing about this new thing. Now you go to the next thing and there's like so many different things. And everything that you figure out and learn, there's always more questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always better. Like me and my, me and my buddy were talking about this the other day. Uh, so we were talking about um, the word lunatic because I was telling him the word lunatic actually comes from 
like it's a derivative from the word lunar and lunar is a word that is in associate in association with the moon specifically the full moon i believe mm-hmm. and there um there was a concept back in the day i think the romans came up with it there the, people have always had some weird beliefs about a full moon you know what i mean you can see it in television you can even see it in like werewolves well, and stuff like that um full moons you know even like with witches and stuff like that there's a belief that people become more erratic during yep. a full moon and there's actually testimonials like they've done like a statistical thing i believe where they asked a lot of police officers and firefighters and people that were in first response and they typically say that people are a little bit crazier when a full moon is out do you know why they say that because of the gravitational pull of the moon that's why people think they act nuts because apparently it affects it affects people in a certain way and my one buddy we were talking about how little we know right and i was talking about this lunar thing and he was just like honestly you know it could be summed up to be crazy maybe it's nonsense but at the same time we know so little that it could be legit because the there's correlations that you would never even think of because in school we were learning about probability and and statistics and all sorts of different things there's correlations between the weirdest stuff like like if like you you could come up with any anything what's the correlation between eating cheese and driving fast hmm. you would never you would never think of that ever but there has to be some correlation between the speed that you drive and the amount of cheese you eat there there is there honestly i guarantee you there is but you you don't you never think of that type of stuff can we try to come up with something that correlates from eating cheese to driving fast <laughs> see i don't know like How, you would, you would have to get a lot of data i i immediately to... think of you know what here's a correlation you're picking up mcdonald's right you got your big mac you're on your way back to work. You're a little bit late because the drive-thru was long. So you're speeding. And you're eating this cheese. And it drops on your lap. And you crash into someone. Because this cheese landed on you. <laughs> Dude, Dude there's... I thought that you were like actually talking like something legit at first. <laughs> no, but there is correlations between the weirdest stuff that you would never even realize. Well, yeah. 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 Like, I just came up... like. Like, is there a reason yeah. behind it? Is there, there? I mean, obviously, I think there would have to be, right? There or else there be. wouldn't be a correlation there between them, like why, like full moons. I mean, or like in general. I'm using, like, I'm just saying, like, we were talking about yeah, how yeah, people okay. there is a thing where people act more erratic during a full moon. This is kind of like a superstitious thing, but we don't know if it's real. So maybe there is a correlation. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know it. And we know so little, like the the human knowledge, like the collective human knowledge on it, Earth and throughout time is well, so little that we don't realize all these correlations that are happening. Well, think of, um, what is it, astrology or... Astrology, yeah. Or like the, like the signs and stuff? Yeah, uh, yeah. Zodiac. Like the, the Zodiac, Zodiac signs. I'm a Virgo. Like that, that affects people's personality. We're in Gemini season. I'm a Gemini. 
you see what I'm saying, bro? Like, he's probably like, I, I drink Gemini more this month. Is. Like, I, don't, I, like, I actually don't know what the season is. I just know I'm a Gemini. You know, I feel like it could affect you by, like, I, I, I think it's Hocus Pocus. It is, I believe. Um, But at the same time, if you are somebody that's into it, and then all of a sudden you read your horoscope for the week or something like that, you have that implanted in your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So you're going to see connections that aren't really there because you're thinking that that connection is there. Oh, that's how eating cheese correlates <laughs> to driving fast. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just using that as some random example. It, it probably makes no sense. It, it's kind of funny, though. You know what one of my life goals is? What's that? I want to get as many licenses as I, as I can. Hear me out. Get your okay. realtor license. That one, I actually might get that. Just people can hit me up on the side. I can walk them through houses and make the money. Can you get the one? Uh, what is it? Uh, the marital license to marry people. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just beneficiary. Just become right? the ca- just become the captain of a ship, and then technically you have that license. Really? Yeah. If you're a captain of a ship, I don't know if it still exists, but that. Was but I want. Thing. I would like to get that license. A ship. Anyway, a ship license. Or a marriage. A license. marriage license. Also a ship license. You could marry anybody. I can marry anybody. Yeah, and as long as they pay me enough guapas, as long as you have one witness, dude, you could just marry like. (laughs) That'd be bad for if the boys are drinking. Hanging out with the boys and you just marry two guys. Two of your boys. You just tell them to sign it. You don't actually tell them what it is. There's witnesses. Uh, You could just mess with these guys. Oh man! But I want to get my scuba license like this year because I think that's sick. Where? Can I do that because with you? Yeah, you can do it with Where? Me. Uh, there's a Kingsville shop called the Dive Shop, and you can just sign up. They do classes at the shirt. I'll do it with you. But I'll do it with you. Anyway, because I'm going to Iceland in June, and um, you can scuba dive there with the license. So a lot of countries will allow you to do scuba diving, but you need the license. So I need to get the stinking license. When are you doing it? you got to do that. Obviously, I can't get it before Iceland, but mm. just for future. Also, um, like and then I also want to get my pilot license to fly... Small commercial, like small planes. You know that you need a license now to fly your drones. If it's over two hundred and fifty grams, my drone is two hundred and forty nine grams. No, oh, really? Yeah, if you get the DJI Mini, they do that on purpose. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's one gram short of needing a license. But it, it's like a one day course that costs. It's an bucks. online thing. Yeah, I think it's so like it's very simple. Yeah, but it's and it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Honestly, I'm going to encourage breaking the law when it comes to this aspect of the. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know what? I don't even care. I don't even care if you need a license for something and it seems stupid, just break it. So what about uh, a fishing license? Yep. Do you think that's valid? Yes, I believe that's valid. Okay. That that is good because the money that's going into the fishing license goes back into the conservation of the fish, keeping the fish around so that we can continue fishing, and also it's good for the environment. Yeah, makes sense. It's like very cheap too. You don't actually have to do anything. You just need to buy it. Yeah, you can but, buy it from Canadian Tire if you really want. Like a bonfire license? Like a bond? stupid. That's retarded. Just set a fire. Permits are stupid. Or like if yep. you've got to cut down a tree or something. Permit. So stupid. If it's a massive tree, I can see. I mean, like, not a permit, but... You no, you need a permit for, for anything you want to do. Yeah, that's true. All these permits, dude... To build something on your own land. Even if it's bigger than 100 square feet. 
You need a permit for that. Screw it. Break the law, people. I'm encouraging it on this aspect of the law. If it seems stupid, okay, you know what? That's not true because that also depends on your definition of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and some people yeah, are you idiots. You don't want to trigger something. Oh, man. No, but I mean like for bonfires, yeah. like permits and stuff like that or like, oh, my gosh. Like a license to operate certain pieces of equipment, like a backhoe or something. That makes sense, I would say. I mean, like, get some training, maybe? Or Oh, I also want to get my skydiving license, because I've Ooh. skydived before, and I'm telling you, life-changing. How, how expensive is it to go skydiving? $300, and I want you to do it with me. I want to go again this year, too. I I'll, have I'll do it with you, but I'm always, terrified. I would love to skydive. My entire Let's life. Let's do it. My okay. entire life. Us I've, four are going to go. I've always wanted to go skydiving. I, I, I it's can't. so fun, dude. Oh. It's insane. One of my lifelong dreams is to be able to fly. Can you believe that I've skydived? It's of like, all people, dude, literally. Like I'm not like the most. I am kind of adventurous, but not. You're a terrified I, I kind of guy. I was cool with it until the day it happened. Then I was like looking at the sky, and I'm like, shakingly pointing at it, saying, <laughs> "Yes, yeah, so I'm about to jump fourteen thousand feet up from okay. there." So oh. we fly up in this plane. It's like, get to the top, and then. The guy doesn't give me... There's. I talked about it in an old podcast already. But the guy gave me like five seconds to react. It was basically we stood up in the plane, walked over to the side of the plane, flew out. And I'm just in the air. So when like, you were when you were looking down, like while you're in the plane, you're just looking down. How terrifying. The falling that? part was awesome. It was okay, but, just falling out of the plane that was scary. Because you're like tumbling. And then when you feel the shoot, you just have this sigh of relief. Oh, no, it, it hurts, man. It hurts? But do you, oh, do yeah, you feel dude. relieved when it when it kicks you? I wasn't scared. No? Everything was chill. Once I was in the air, I was chill. Oh. It man. was that initial out of the... Because you know when you that. jump? Like it's, you it's, know when you jump off anything and you like give it three, four seconds, you hit something? Yeah. yeah. This was not like that. So this you, is you're just falling. Yeah. And you're just like, you look down, but you don't want a roller coaster how you... Kind of have that feeling in your stomach. Yeah, that's not even in in the sky. It just feels like there's this little tiny little cushion underneath you, and just like well, you're falling you, down on it. If you think about it, a roller coaster brings you down. Yeah, it brings and you with, with that momentum. With, with yeah, with with falling, you're just going against gravity. But there is always that that one one in whatever chance that your parachute doesn't go. Yeah, I don't care. What are the odds? It's worth the risk. It is actually the place I went to. Somebody died there like a couple years before. What? Yeah, I was, I was like, and I searched that up the day I went, which is smart. <laughs> but I, you know what? Ten out of ten would recommend. Would do it again. But I what are what are guy. the actual odds? I don't want to look. It's I would assume it's pretty. It's low. out of thousands. Huh? It's out of thousands. Like one every couple thousand. Yeah, nothing big. Okay. <laughs> so out of every thousand people that jumps, one dies. Oh, no. I was about to look it up. It's not Schmidt's if going it was forward. one out of a thousand, I don't know if I like those odds. Says the guy who set himself on fire. By <laughs> accident. That wasn't supposed to happen. I don't think you set yourself on fire, right? I okay, was no. set, on fire, was set on fire. The risk, the risk of fatality from skydiving is thought to be somewhere in the region of one in 100,000. Okay, I'm chill with that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that means for every 100,000 people, one person one, dies. Yeah, one person dies engaged in the sport. Okay, now what are the odds of somebody dying on a roller coaster? We'll kind of compare it to that. I bet it's way lower. I bet you one in twenty-four million. Oh, so much oh shit! <laughs> okay. Yeah, trust me, this is not as safe as you think. 
hundred thousand, those are still not the best odds. <sighs> anyway, well, screw it, let's do it. <laughs> well, think about it like this: it's like rolling a dice with a hundred thousand different combinations, and one of them has a big skull on it. It says the odds are decent. Die. I okay. survived it. I can roll again. No, like I mean, okay. like I'm okay. I'm comfortable it. with those odds. Yeah. Technically, you're only two out of one hundred thousand then. Two out of two hundred thousand. Oh yeah, which is still one out of one hundred thousand. But it's fun. We're gonna do. You it. know how much that would suck if one of the guys died on the trip. But there's a backup pa- parachute. What if they both fail? You're dead. That's death. Yeah, you're just done. For both you and the guy tandeming with you. What if the guy you're attached to falls asleep or like gets knocked out, and you panic? Because you know some people in like fear they'll just freeze. Yeah. What do if you have happened? an option to pull it? Like what second if jump. So I get to. You guys won't. Oh, nice. The first time, they, they do everything. They pull it. They, you're, you're just there for the ride. How many times do you have to tandem? Three before times. You, no, no, no. Oh, no. It's like Three times before 50. you can go by, your, by yourself. No, listen. 50. We looked it up. It's like 25. By yourself? Yep. yep. They changed really? it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a ton now. We, I remember I looked this up with Schmidt uh, a while yep. ago. It was like one. You have to go like Military five is five. Yeah. If you're, if you're part of military? Yep. But now okay. it's like you have to go with tandem. It's very easy. Times. I could do it by myself, but I don't want to. I just don't. Yeah. Well, they can't have that. I would love hands. to. I would love to by myself. You know what I would love to do? That gliding thing with those like those oh, gliding parasailing. suits. Parasailing. Parasailing. No, no parasailing. not parasailing. You're talking about squirrel suits. Yeah, I'm talking about oh. squirrel suits. Oh, Dude, that your chances looks... of dying on that. Yeah, that's like, way higher. Well, that's that's just your own. I would rest. do that. I don't even. <laughs> That looks like so much fun. Literally, when you do that, you can end up in another country because you fly that far. Dude, yeah. that is one gnarly sport. The people that fly that close to the mountains and like just zooming through rocks, dude, that is insane. I don't know if I would want to do it where there's a lot of obstacles. Yeah, just out of a plane just or something. off a mountain. It's called wingsuit flying. Yep. Not off a mountain either. I'd do it out of a plane from a really huge height. Into into uh, Ohio where it's nice and flat. Yeah, somewhere where it's flat. Because you got to put parachute too. Yeah. Obviously. There are people who have managed to do it without a parachute. How? I don't know. There's, there was a I, guy. I think, I think he you literally tilt just... your body high enough and then yep. you can slowly oh, slow hey, down Joey. and land. <laughs> you want to hear the odds? <laughs> of wingsuit diving, which is the squirrel suit. So for skydiving, it's one per 100,000. For wingsuit flying, the death rate rises to approximately one death per 500 jumps. Holy. Show with those odds. <laughs> Yikes. Nah. nah but That's terrifying. That, would that be... is 200 times more likely to die. <laughs> That'd be sweet, though, dude. Yeah, that would have died. Cool. Definitely adrenaline rush. Imagine doing uh, Felix Baumgartner's jump out of the, out of the uh, atmosphere. Was he just out of the atmosphere, or was he just at the edge of the atmosphere? That Red Bull video where he's yeah. jumping for like five minutes and he's in the air? He literally fell for five minutes. From space. Like skydived? Yeah. Yeah. He skydived from space. Whoa. How long do, would you say you approximately fell? Oh, I had one minute free fall, and then seven minutes like with the parachute. parachute. I'm pretty sure his jump was five minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah. Altogether? Yeah. From top to landing. And he must have had a very small... Uh, no, he free fell for yeah, he five fell. minutes. Yeah, he fell. He fell fast. Free falling was five minutes, and then yep. the parachute part is the long part because you're slowly... Yeah, you're, you're floating, right? 
And coming down, like, with the parachute is the weirdest feeling. Like, it's literally just seven minutes of bliss. Like, you're in, like, in the sky, and the ground looks 2D. Like, you don't really see any attributes. It just looks like colors. And since it's, like, Ontario, it's just a bunch of fields. It just looks like you're just on top of a big green carpet of different squares. It literally feels like you can put your foot right on it. I'm not kidding. I told the guy that when I was up there with him. I'm like, I can literally, I feel like I can touch the ground with my foot, and it looks like a giant carpet imagine doing that while on a lot of mushrooms <laughs> oh, bro. Dude. that'd be not okay <laughs> no. always gotta bring drugs into every episode <laughs> <laughs> leave it to joey dude i mean I, it would be interesting i think it'd be cool. interesting anyways um this has been episode 30 30 30 oh, of the doy boy podcast three zero um I think it's been a good one. Um, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, yep, follow stay, us on the Instagram. Stay tuned for that video. Yes. If yeah. it's not out already. Where could they find us? Follow us on Instagram at the Doy Boys with a Z. Let's run those numbers up. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a good rating. It actually helps the podcast grow. Five star, baby. Doy Boys. Thank you for listening again. Please, please follow us on Instagram. That's all for today, but tune in again. Special host, Millie and Joey, and their bestest friends.